world is on fire. Twenty years of peace and prosperity destroyed in minutes by Ark 2030. Israel's darkest hour. The year is 2030. Nuclear attacks on Jerusalem. Tel Aviv and Haifa, Israel leaves 30,000 dead in minutes. The year is 2030 and for almost two decades we have been told Iran will never possess a nuclear weapon and to trust the agreements made between the G5 and Iran. This was all fine and good until the day Iran kept its promise to wipe Israel off the face of the map with nuclear strikes on Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, and Haifa. In those two minutes, Israel's worst nightmares came true. In those two minutes, over 30,000 died and hundreds of thousands more were injured. The following is an account of how everything transpired, as it was written in the history books. That fateful day in history, March 30, 2030, the world watched as Iran's missiles hit their targets. Within minutes, Israel took three hits and the cities crumpled to the ground. Civilian were burned alive in their cars before they could even make it to shelter. Entire families died within seconds of each other. The initial wave was followed by several smaller waves that left Israel in ruins. Iran had upped its uranium enrichment and held true to its promise of wiping Israel off the map with a missile barrage that was only matched by Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Israel retaliated, but at what cost? What could be done to stop Iran now that it was armed with nuclear weapons? Breaking news reports coming across the wire. Iran launched a total of three nuclear missiles at Israel, each hit its designated target. The first missile was aimed at Jerusalem and struck about 20 minutes before the other two. The blast left hundreds of thousands dead and one million injured. At first, it seemed as if Iran had stopped at Jerusalem. Another missile was launched and then the third. Tel Aviv and Haifa were hit by missiles minutes apart from each other, leaving them both in ruins. Israel retaliated, but it was far too late. Without a doubt, Iran would be back and at the ready for anything Israel could throw at it. Air defense missiles were launched by Israel, but for some reason they did not manage to stop the incoming strikes. It is still unclear if the missiles malfunctioned or if they were hacked by Iran. With such a short time to react, it was impossible for Israel to save its own people. The day after, the world is on fire. March 31, 2030, Saudi Arabia, along with northern Iraq, mobilize hundreds of thousands of soldiers and weapons in preparation for war with Iran. April 1, 2030, Russia strikes Saudi Arabia. It is estimated that over 50,000 Saudis have been killed already. This number is expected to skyrocket as Russia continues striking major cities and highways with its heavy air assault. It will be a bloodbath. April 2, 2030, Saudi Arabia falls to Russia. Israel is in ruins and Iran still has one more card up its sleeve. The United Nations and NATO are in chaos, trying to maintain world peace. North Korea, under the leadership of Kim Jong-un, has claimed responsibility for hacking into Israel's missile defense system and reprogramming it to allow Iran's nuclear missiles through. April 3, 2030, the U.S. deploys two additional aircraft carrier battle groups to the region. April 4, 2030, China and North Korea launch heavy missile strikes on Japan and the South China Sea. April 5, 2030, Russia continues to cause destruction in Saudi Arabia as it sets its sights on Kuwait. The world is on fire, 20 years of peace and prosperity destroyed in minutes. April 6, 2030, tensions continue to mount as Russia is now in direct conflict with the U.S. From the Red Sea to the Baltic Sea, Russia has struck several high-value targets that are believed to be military command centers for various countries. Meanwhile, China and North Korea continue to tighten their grip on Japan and South Korea as both countries begin to lose their power and influence over the region. April 7, 2030, China and North Korea have completed their invasion of South Korea and Japan and now seek to take over Taiwan as well. April 9, 2030, Japan has completely fallen to China with Taiwan next in line as President Xi sets his sights on a new target. April 10, 2030, China and North Korea invade Taiwan. April 12, 2030, NATO has set up a blockade around China and North Korea as both countries fight for dominance over Asia. Meanwhile, Russia invades the Baltic states and is approaching Central Europe at full force. The world is truly on fire. April 13, 2030, out of pure desperation, 
Israel launches a nuclear missile at Iran. April 14, 2030, Israel is deemed the culprit for launching a nuclear strike against Iran and Russia issues a unilateral attack on Tel Aviv, leaving over 300,000 dead. April 16, 2030, an emergency meeting has been called by the Unsecurity Council. April 18, 2030, the Unsecurity Council urges an immediate ceasefire and negotiations with Russia and China. President Brandon finally addressed the nation. April 19, 2030, President Brandon of the United States makes a televised address to the nation and the world. In his speech, he determines that Russia and China pose a serious threat to world peace and must be dealt with. He also states that NATO is no longer capable of handling this threat alone as it has been spread thin over the Middle East and Asia. April 20th, 2030, President Brandon requests that all U.S. Citizens support the war effort and help rid the world of this deadly threat as he issues a direct attack on Russia. April 21, 2030, the U.S., along with its allies in NATO and what is left of Israel, launch an extensive airstrike against key Russian infrastructure. April 23, 2030, the war effort reaches a critical point as President Brandon directs the U.S. Navy to engage its Chinese counterpart in Singapore. April 24, 2030, China defeats the United States in Singapore and moves its forces towards Taiwan to repel North Korea from taking over the island nation. April 25, 2030, China defeats the U.S. again in the South China Sea. Conditional surrender, as the Joint Chiefs are scrambling to save face and preserve what is left of the U.S. Navy, President Brandon offers a conditional surrender to both Russia and China if all factions will agree to a temporary ceasefire. April 27, 2030, China and Russia agree to President Brandon's surrender terms. April 28, 2030, President Brandon agrees to step down as President of the United States to allow Vice President Adrian Thompson to take over the office. Negotiations between Russia, China, and the United States to secure a ceasefire and return world order begins. April 30, 2030, the Security Council calls for the unconditional surrender of all forces that pose a threat to world peace. Unconditional surrender in a new world order. May 1, 2030, China, Russia, and the United States sign an unconditional surrender agreement marking the end of conflict in the world. May 2, 2030, a new world government is formed with China, Russia, and the United States as joint leaders of this new government. China will lead this new government, with Russia and the United States as co-vice leaders. May 3, 2030, the G20 in the United Nations is absorbed by this new world government and all international powers are now under one rule. May 4, 2030, the war has ended and world peace has been returned to the people of the world. Other nations will be absorbed by this new world government as time goes on. We welcome them with open arms, a new page in human history. Living in this post-nuclear holocaust era is a daunting task and we encourage everyone to remain indoors and resupply. Do not go outside under any circumstances. All communication lines have been cut off worldwide, so we advise you to stay inside your homes and resupply on needed resources, food, medical supplies, ammunition, water, the works. Do not attempt to find family members or loved ones as it will be impossible to get around for quite some time. We apologize for the inconvenience, but this is only temporary. Listen carefully. From today forward, all air transportation has been suspended until further notice due to radiation leaks from nuclear strikes leaving many people dead or injured. Please do not attempt to board anything airborne until told otherwise by officials with access to safe zones. Please do not attempt to find food, water, or shelter outside as conditions are not suitable for human life under any circumstances. Again, please remain indoors until an all-clear message has been released by officials. This is a top priority warning and will be broadcasted nationwide throughout the day via television sets, radios, computers, 
Anything with access to our frequency 871,138. Refrain from using phones as they have proven to overload circuits due to overpopulation of users that are attempting time-sensitive communication methods. As the last bit of scattered light faded away into darkness, I could see nothing but smoke rising high up into the sky filling it with a black hue. I felt my eyes stinging as the ash filled the air, making it difficult to breathe. Coughing loudly, I dropped to my knees for a moment catching my breath before refocusing on what had transpired. Looking around frantically, I attempted to make sense of everything that happened all at once. Thirty years later, it was only twenty years ago when the United States won the war against China and Russia, securing our freedom worldwide. None of us could have ever imagined this day would come, let alone believed it possible. The power that was unleashed during those brief moments is unfathomable. It's unbelievable that both China and Russia were able to pull off such a feat. The war is over now. Our two greatest rivals are no more. World peace has finally returned to the people of Earth. We are grateful for this moment. Grateful that our children can grow up without the fear of being drafted for war. Grateful that they can go to school without worry. Grateful that our economies and industries can thrive and prosper. Grateful for today. This article is a work of fiction. Names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents are either the products of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental.